0: Petersburg. Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like seeing those beautiful blooms wither. WTDN welcomes you to Janae's Tropicals, the program that helps you get your green thumb back for good. You can find Janae's Tropicals online at tropicalfruit.com. And now, your host for Janae's Tropicals, here's Janae.
1: Good morning. Happy Saturday. What a beautiful day. You know what? Think about it. Every day is beautiful. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. (laughs) You know, that sounds a little cheesy. Count your many blessings name, but it's so true. So I'm telling you to do that today. My name's Janae with Janae's Tropicals located at 6831 in St. Petersburg. I'm really, really easy to get to. I'm before the Gulf beaches, right before the beautiful Treasure Island Beach. So make us a destination. You can find me on Facebook at Janae's Tropicals and also um, on the website. We have a website, tropicalfruit.com. Yes, I know I need to update it. I've been too busy pulling weeds. We've had rain and I'm just out there weeding. And uh, you know what, you could join me and come pull a few and then maybe I could get the website updated. And you are listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Love you guys. So as many of you may know, um, my specialty is citrus and tropical fruit trees. But we carry so many other fun things. Um, Palm trees, which I love palms. I mean, they're are hundreds and hundreds of varieties of palm trees worldwide and actually i'm going to take some pictures that we just got in the most magnificent coconuts i need i need like a big stuffed monkey to hang from our coconut palms they're dripping with coconuts and um they're just the fruit the nuts are actually i can't talk today delicious they're absolutely delicious and coconut. the botanical name is Cocos Nuciferous, Nuciferous meaning nut-bearing. So um, they do have a delicious nut on them. And uh, I have a, a little lady by the name of Joy, and she has a very joyful heart. <laughs> and She helps me at the nursery, and she is so funny. Joy is a lot shorter than I am, and uh, she's from the Philippines, and she carries a big machete. So if you see this cute little woman with her hat out in the courtyard by the bonsai is just swinging this machete i can bet you that's joy she's cutting the coconuts open for <laughs> for us to eat so um so what we've been trying to do on saturdays is have a um a um a fruit of the week so like whether it's a featuring um uh, coconut water or or tamarind juice um, uh, mango slushies we've been the the tropical fruit tasting always does so well and people just love it and it's still pretty pretty hot out so um, the fruit of the week has really gone over well so um, when you come in this Saturday look for joy with her big big oh she we just got a yay out of her look for joy with her big machete. Um, out there, beating up the coconuts, <laughs> and she'll scoop out some coconut meat for you too. There's nothing like fresh coconut, and it's so 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 healthy for you so that that's my little spiel on the coconut palms but we have absolutely gorgeous palms, gorgeous uh, coconut palms, but nonetheless, besides the many many other things we carry at Janae's tropicals we it it, it is About time for vegetable season. Get ready for nine months of great gardening. The first crops are the warm season types. And then, of course, we have the cool season types, which are are, um, planted um, later on. But there are just so many wonderful things that you can grow this time of the year. Um, August, we're in August, is a great time to um, get your corn eggplant, pumpkins, peppers, tomatoes, and watermelons planted. Each of these crops need about 90 days to come into production, so if you get them planted now, um, you need about a good 90 days um, until you're um, harvesting some of these. And, And some of the larger fruiting ones, such as your pumpkins, I mean, it takes a good three months to really get them going so they start producing well. So just a few tips for um, planting your veggies. Um, make sure that you um, plant your garden in a nice sunny spot. So the good thing is that once we hit August, it's not – well, it's still pretty steaming out. I'm sitting here sweating <laughs> in August. I Yes, I am. But we had a cool breeze earlier, so I'm feeling it. It feels pretty good. So – you want to make sure that you pick a nice uh, sunny spot. Your your veggies will do so much better. And um, it's really good. Just make sure you remove all the weeds. It's good exercise. So get in there and pull them out. I, I wouldn't use any herbicides like Roundup or or any other weed killers because it takes, it takes a while for the chemical to break down. And you don't want to uh, damage your tender veggies. Um, you want them to thrive and do well. If um, your soil is really sandy and very poor, I recommend getting a uh, soil testing kit and they're very inexpensive. You can buy them for like five or $6 and test your own soil. Um, You want to make sure that um, your soil is the proper pH. Generally, If it's just slightly acidic, uh, most vegetables will be pretty happy. So if your soil is very alkaline, you want to um, add soil sulfur. Or ironite works really well. You want to lower the pH. If your pH, uh, the acidity or alkalinity, is way off, then your, your plants can't absorb the nutrients like they should. The roots get bound and all the nutrients get Uh, bound up in the system of the plant, and they just, you know, can't absorb their vitamins. So pH is very, very important when you're planting a garden. I also recommend working in liberal, large quantities of organic uh, matter and manures, chicken manure, um, cotton seed meal, uh, earthworm castings. We have mushroom compost. There are so many Great soil amendments that you can work in, but what i I recommend mixing it really well, or you could start your own compost pile. Um, but whatever you work in, mix it really, really well. You don't want like thick layers of of heavy compost because you can end up rooting rotting rooting <laughs> rotting the roots of your tender plants. so that's very important. You need very good drainage. And if you still feel your soil is very, very heavy, you could always work in a little perlite to help aerate the soil. They look like little white styrofoam balls, but actually I I believe they're a type of um, lava, although they do not look like it. But um, you can squish them and pop them. They're actually fun to play with. I have to keep myself amused. I've been doing this for 30 years, so bear bear with me. So you are listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals, located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. I have a a website, tropicalfruit.com. You can find me there, and I am easy to locate on Facebook at Janae's Tropicals. And you are listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Love you guys. So, And here's just a few more tips. When you're planting your vegetables, um, plant the taller ones in the back so the, the ones in the front are not shaded. You want them all to um, have proper sunlight and plenty of it. So you don't want the taller plants blocking the smaller crops or else they won't do very well. Um, and um, it's... it's You know, still pretty hot out in in August and actually even in September. So I always recommend get get an early start or uh, work on your garden toward the evening because it's steamy out. And bring the iced tea. (laughs) And so some of the easier crops to grow from seed include beans, squash, cucumbers, and corn. And now is a good time um, to get your seeds in. So by the time we hit um, mid Septemberish your your uh, seedlings will be blooming and hopefully they'll be starting to to uh, set some um, some fruit fruits or veggies that would be wonderful so and then always follow the directions on the seed packets that's very important um, you don't want to uh, set them too deep as a rule of thumb I wouldn't set them more like tomatoes, I wouldn't set them more than a a quarter to a half inch under. So, but anyway, on the seed packet, it'll go over all of that. So this time of the year, we have a fair amount of rain. However, in between the rain, we may go for a week or two, and it's very, very hot out. So you still have to make sure that your plants your seedlings are very well watered because they're they're very tender and it's easy for them to die if they're not watered um, on a regular basis. So I would apply a half inch to three quarters of an inch of water at each uh, time you irrigate, and that should keep them nice and wet. And you may need I always recommend watering. In the morning, and then that way your plants have a full day to go through. Nice the day, nice and hydrated. If you save your watering until the evening, by the time we hit evening, the poor plants are just gasping and probably on their last leg. That's so sad. <laughs> so, um, good fertilizer practices are needed. It's very important to get your garden off to a, a great start. Um, You can use more organic matter. Uh, You can make manure tea. Isn't that fun? Mm, Let's have some manure tea. (laughs) Uh, Manure teas, uh, there's all different types of uh, fertilizers. Um, It's a a great idea to feed at least every three to four weeks. Many people like to use 20-20-20, a week solution initially, Uh, meaning if uh, the 20-20-20 comes under many brands. There's a high yield, there's um, Jack's Classic. I don't know if Peter's is around anymore, but, um, but they all have the analysis 20-20-20. That's it's a, a water soluble works quickly. Um, however, <clears throat> pardon me, it re, it leaches out of the soil quickly. So it's like a quick fix, but you have to use it more often. But the, the benefits are fast to using a water-soluble fertilizer. So you have um, 20% nitrogen, 20% phosphorus, and 20% um, potassium, which is a, a, it's called a, a complete fertilizer when you have three equal numbers. So, But it, it's very important to start feeding at least – two to three weeks after planting your seeds or vegetables. Um, Granular fertilizer should be scattered over the root system of the plant. Don't put it too heavily right at the base of the plant because you can can fry their little root system (laughs) or you can burn them up. So it's very important just to um, spread it uniformly uh, around the base of the plant. And uh, I have a wonderful fertilizer that I really, really like. And um, I also use it on my bonsais because we have a whole bunch of bonsais here, and they just love it. Um, This product is by Peggy Green, and it's it's called Garden Minerals. It's a natural and organic plant food. And you can use it for potted plants, or in the ground. And uh, on the bag, it says the wonder food for plants. And it actually does work really, really well. And um, um, it's fast acting as well. So the the plants thrive with garden minerals. And your garden minerals would be like um, calcium, magnesium, manganese, iron, zinc, copper, sulfur. However, this is lacking your macro elements or your major elements, which are the uh, NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. But um, if you're using organic matter, I mean, there should be a fair amount of nitrogen in your soil. But um, this particular product is loaded with calcium. It's 8.35%. And that's really important because the calcium helps prevent um, end rot, especially in your tomatoes and many of your other um, vegetables. So that's good. That's good to have high calcium. And it has a large amount of manganese, magnesium. It's um, 7.52% of iron. Um, Many plants become deficient in iron, and that one's a very, very – it's very very easy to tell if your plant needs iron, and a lot of, especially flowering acid-loving plants need a lot of iron, like like hibiscus and hydrangeas, azaleas, gardenias, camellias. They all love high iron. So, and your vegetables need it too. And as I said, it's very easy to tell if you have. A um, an iron deficiency and it is a very common problem. Generally the um, whole leaf will be yellow but the veins will be bright green. So that's one of the easier deficiencies to uh, tell. And then also this product has a fair amount of sulfur in it to lower the pH so that your plants can absorb this wonderful, wonderful fertilizer. Um, so sulfur is very important for lowering the pH and um, lime or dolomite is used to sweeten the soil or raise the um, the pH. So that's important as well. And then there are a few other ingredients in this wonderful uh, plant food. But again, this is garden minerals are are excellent, and uh, plants need vitamins just like we do. So so make sure that you keep your plants fertilize on a regular basis. It's very, very important. And then from time to time, um, it's good to side dress um, along the rows of your vegetables, add uh, manure or manure tea. It's just good nutrition is key. I cannot tell you how important that is. Now, oh, it's always bugs and fungus, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so we'll talk about pest control. And um, because, you know, they're a problem, there are a lot of insects will, that'll be active this time of the year since it's still very, very hot. And one um, to be aware of is the cutworm. Um, some people, the cutworm can just cut your poor plant right off at the knees and the poor thing will tip over and then you're just left with these little nubs. Um, it's not very nice. And there are different types of cutworms. But um, they are a problem, and they attack many, many, many of the uh, vegetables that you're trying to grow. And there are, you know, some people um, try to treat it uh, naturally. They'll put like a paper collar around the base of the transplant, your little seedling to keep keep the uh, cutworms from climbing up. They look actually like a dog collar, but I have seen people use this method, and it's it's actually very effective, so um, and then when the plant is larger, generally they're not a problem, but alas, at that point, you can run into other problems um, aphids on the new growth of tomatoes, peppers, um, squash um, cantaloupe um, pumpkins um aphids generally are green and black, and they have piercing mouth parts and they They um, generally congregate on the new growth, and they suck the nutrients out of the plant. Um, So that's very, very important to take care of those. And mites, spider mites, those are a biggie. The easiest way to tell if you have spider mites um, is if your, your leaves look very dull, as if someone rubbed sandpaper over the tops of them. Um, and then if you flip underneath, you can if you have a bad case of spider mites, you can visibly see the mites running all over. And if you're still not sure, pick off a leaf that uh, looks like it has a few webs and, and with a very dull finish. and um, hit it over, hit the leaf over a, a clean piece of white paper, and you can actually see the mites fall, especially if they're red mites. Red spider mites. You can actually see them fall to the paper and scatter. Um, wow! I just somebody just brought me the most magnificent. Sorry, I'm, now I'm on another track. I'm going to take a picture of this. It's a black sapote. Um, somebody just dropped a fruit in front of me, and it's beautiful. I'm going to put this on the website on Janae's, or not on the website on on the um, Facebook. It's a black sapote. It's absolutely gorgeous and the fruit is huge. It's, it's in the persimmon family. They also call it chocolate pudding fruit. So this is really, really special. So I'm going to put this on for, for everyone to see, black sapote. All right, now let's talk back about spider mites again. I'm amazed this fruit I'm looking at is just huge. Well, that was exciting. So spider mites can absolutely wreak havoc in the garden. So it's very important that you take care of those because they can spread throughout the entire garden and they can attack all of your vegetables and just decimate them. Also, they can get on crotons and, and many other plants in the yard. So it's very important to take care of the mites. Um, there are many types of caterpillars, uh, leaf rollers, um, um, easiest way to kill the caterpillars is with conserve naturalite and um, that works very well. It it has a product called spinosad. It's a natural product, and that'll take care of any um, chewing insect. Um, it, it gets a little tricky here. We have um, we have chewing insects, um, sucking insects, and and piercing, and believe it or not, they're all treated a little differently. Not one insecticide is used for everything. Um, I'm looking at um, Earth Tone. It's an insecticidal soap, and it's an organic product, and this takes care of, of most of them, but whenever you're buying your insecticides for the garden, um, I would I would look for something natural. I, I have a lot of natural products, um, but you have to to read read it has to be labeled so if you have this wonderful insecticidal soap and it lists everything on it um let's see it's small for let's say it, it it lists that it takes care of mites and aphids and scale and so many things but it leaves caterpillars off then it'll treat everything but it won't treat the caterpillars or worms that are eating your garden so be sure to read the label. It has to be the labeled for the insect that you're treating or most likely um, it won't work. This particular one that we carry is is pretty good. It's um it's actually a three and one so it works very well. Um, Um, As I said, it's an insecticidal soap, but it takes care of so many things. It controls powdery mildew, which is another thing that can get in your poor vegetables. I want your veggies to do really well, and I want you harvesting your own vegetables. So I'm just trying to give you a few tips. But um, powdery mildew, now that's a fungus. We have bugs and fungus. My life consists of bugs and fungus. Isn't that wonderful? Good thing I enjoy it, huh?
0: deepening your faith sincerity is not what saves you jesus is who saves you so may i ask you today have you decided to trust jesus as your savior these were hours of decision and this is an hour of decision for you today faith talk 570 and 910 wtbn Dr. Gary Roy, Senior Pastor at Colonial Oaks Baptist Church in Sarasota, invites you to join him to discuss Faith Answers, Saturdays at noon. You'll receive an inspirational message from God's Word and gain a deeper understanding of biblical truths concerning topics we all consider. Faith, hope, love, salvation, death, and suffering. Listen to Faith Answers with Dr. Gary Roy of Colonial Oaks Baptist Church in Sarasota, Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 and 910. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist... Cal Thomas. It's back to school time, but do you know what kind of school your children are attending? A Maryland school district is telling teachers and administrators not to tell parents if their daughters are bunking with male students who identify as girls on field trips. Bob Mosier, Chief Communications Officer for Anne Arundel County Public Schools, explains it all in a training video. The boy who thinks he's a girl gets to sleep with the girls out of sensitivity to him, and no one is to tell the parents of the biological girls. What about the sensitivity and comfort not to mention the security of the real girls do they have no right to privacy suppose a boy just wants to sleep with girls and claims to be transgender this is where the transgender movement is headed no one else has rights only they do it's where all government schools are headed as liberal courts and officials impose a new